hi everyone good evening trust you are good trust you had a great time church as for many of us that could go to church physically and i trust god we streamed online and we will bless awesomely we thank god for even the resumption of physical meetings and for many places that it has not reached we trust god that very soon it will reach here now it's, it's a good time to get to fellowship with the brethren again get to lift holy hands together with people i believe one of the beauty of christianity is not just a personal fellowship or personal hearing god it's it's a collective it's by bringing together of what god has said to you bringing together what god has said to this and putting them together the bible says when you gather one has his psalms one has hymns one has an interpretation so i believe no beautiful beauty of christianity is people coming together to worship god and believe it it's so it's so much needed for this time and we thank god for granting us that even at this time you know i also believe in what god is doing in us as a generation i believe in what god is doing in us as a people you know as individuals that god is raising us to stand tall in whatsoever field we are and god is making us stand tall so that we can point people to him you know i trust god in so much what god is investing in each and every one of us individually you know, in whatsoever capacities and it, it's so much a beautiful time to be a believer you know so can we pray father we thank you again jesus we thank you for today father we we know that your word is simple and your word is meant for our living your word is an instruction for us on how to live jesus so therefore we ask that the world will be so simple that everybody will understand yet it will be so profound that it will change our lives jesus we ask that with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost in this world we ask that we establish every heart in the name of the lord jesus and with signs and wonders following this word you confirm this word into every heart in the name of the lord jesus and who else is amen okay we started a teaching series which i titled hearing god and the anchor scripture is romans chapter 8 verse 14 which says for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god now we subsequently before subsequently we spoke about god speaks you know we saw the first topic was hello god where we we are certainly the fact that god speaks and god speaks to everybody he speaks to both unbelievers and believers and he said he spoke to them through different ways and for different reasons which we went ahead to explain the ways in which he speaks to them and the reason why he speaks to them now, last week we spoke about knowing god's voice you know we spoke about how can i know god's voice as a believer how can i be sure that this is what god is telling me and in which direction god is leading me and you know we we, we spoke extensively of that and i believe we're blessed or somebody so this week I will be speaking on something I tell you the blessings of hearing. You know, the blessings of hearing. So basically I want to, want to speak on you know, you know after we've ascertained the fact that God speaks and we have, we have said that this is how God speaks to believers and how many believers who God speaks to me. So why why do I really need to follow God? Why why do I need to obey God? Because it feels like some unbelievers around might be doing good and you know and they know they are not necessarily hearing God and why is this really bitter? Why is this really major and no. Oh, I'll be speaking on that. Eh? I, I won't be sp- okay. I'll be speaking on that this evening. So let's go to our text. Our text is Romans chapter 8, verse 12. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 says, Then Jesus spake again unto them, saying, I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. I will say it. I will come again. And Jesus spake again unto them, saying, I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So Jesus is saying to us that you know, when you follow me, 
that is when you follow jesus if jesus is the word saying that when you follow him he said one thing that i will guarantee you is that you will never walk in darkness meaning you will never be ignorant you will never be confused and i feel like that's major jesus that's that's a promise and i want to ask jesus jesus do you really mean what you are saying okay you are saying that if i walk with you that is if i follow you who is the word no you mean i will not be in ignorance and jesus said yes and i mean jesus do you mean ignorance in every aspect jesus said yes i mean when you follow me you will not be in darkness but you will have the light of life meaning we have light we have knowledge we have direction about every aspect of your life and i mean jesus that's not what i thought christianity was and jesus said okay i don't know what you thought christianity was but that's what me i came to show you that's what i came to give to you i came to give you a life that in that level in that very life that you will live there will not be a time in your life that you won't be able to hear what i'm saying about a particular situation so i feel like that's that's major thought of god when forgiving jesus when jesus came to the world he came to tell us that you no know, i came to show you guys the way i came to give you guys a particular life that in that life that that living of that life there will not be a time in your life where you won't know what to do okay that is beautiful so Okay, I feel like okay, Jesus. This evening, I want to make it like a conversation between us and Jesus. You no, know? that is, I want to make it like you know your deepest question that what what are in your hearts concerning hearing God, and I want to make it in a way that you know it's it, it's as if we are asking Jesus directly, and Jesus is giving us answers. So to be like a conversation between you and Jesus within your deepest fears, your deepest thoughts about hearing God. Okay, okay, so, so okay, can we go? So I feel like the first question people open if people if people met Jesus one on one that they want to ask Jesus about hearing God is that God Jesus okay if if I begin to hear you how, how what do I gain from hearing you because I I think I can do better on my own so what what do hearing you what does it profit me okay I feel like Jesus with Jesus we say okay now let me let me give you an example of people that followed me and what hearing me did in their life so. There might be something you might want to gain from that. Okay, you know, the first person is Joshua. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. You know, I did not write Joshua. I did not write the book, so don't crucify me yet. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. Thou shalt do whatsoever is written therein, and thou shalt have good success. So Jesus is telling you that, you know, I told Joshua that Joshua should meditate in this book. And should see it, he should give his mouth to it and his heart to it, and he'll be prosperous. And I feel like, okay, so what he speaks, what he spoke, did not depart from Joshua's mouth. So if you like, okay, if you want to help Joshua, if you go to a mini Joshua, that hey, Joshua, what was the secret for your success and your prosperity? How could you lead Israelites so well? How could you party the Red Sea? How could you do everything? Joshua will tell you that the secret was that you know, the word that the Lord spoke did not leave my mouth. So you are saying that the word of the Lord was the secret behind everything. Joshua would have said yes. And if God spoke and did not leave the mouth of Joshua, then Joshua must have heard God. Because the word God has said did not leave his mouth. So we are saying that hearing God was key for you, Joshua. Joshua would have said yes. The, every breakthrough that you see me do was because I heard what God speak and I began to say the same thing God said about it. So Joshua, you mean just saying what God said about you was what gave rise to you should said yes and i feel like wow that's major and i feel like okay jesus is there any other person you should then jesus says okay ask philip and i asked philip philip what was it for you what was the secret of your 
evangelism because we know the bible says you're an evangelist and you know you were deacon you became an evangelist so what was the secret for your ministry and philip said do you want to know how i was able to win souls for jesus and i said yes i want to know it and he says okay acts chapter 8 verse 29 now there was a new knock in his chariot how did i get that you know born again the holy spirit told me train yourself to this chariot that was a secret so i feel like okay stephen and philip we are saying that the secret to your evangelism how you turn samaria around was simply because you were obeying god and philip said yes the secret to winning souls is to hear god and obey him so philip you mean when i hear god and I obey god i can also win souls and philip is like yes beautiful and i feel like okay jesus those are two major people so is there another person and jesus says yeah they see around so they see around so hebrews 11 11 the bible says sarah by faith also sarah received strength to conceive because she judged him faithful that has made the promise so you are saying what made sarah able to be able to conceive that is to have strength to be delivered of a child is because she judged god faithful and Sarah is like, yes, that was what happened. I said, I judge God faithful. Me, I said that God will keep his word. And because I judge him faithful, I was able to be delivered of a child when I was past the age. And Sarah, Sarah is like, God said, and I believed. So for me to believe, so Sarah, you are saying that the major thing is that you believe what God said. Yeah, yes. So you are saying key to your giving birth is hearing God. And Sarah says, yes. So we are saying that you know you want to give birth to anything. There is a vision in your heart, there is a desire in your heart, there is a prayer in your heart. That is, you are desiring God for something big or something minor, any area that you are you want to give birth to. The secret to giving birth to it is to hear what God has said about it. And when you hear what God has said about it, say it to yourself and say it out that this God has promised this thing, we keep his promise. And by saying it to yourself and by believing it that God will keep his word. You are paid, you are entitled to get it, and Sarah says, Yes, that's the very same thing that happened to me. Wow, and I feel like Jesus, Jesus, that's beautiful. Okay, is there another person? Yes, there's Moses. There's Moses. Moses was the one who ever knew about Moses. Moses led the Israelites, you know, went through wars, opened the Red Sea, broke water out of the rock, you know, everything like that. And we go, like Hi, this man is a powerful man. And I feel like, okay, Jesus. Can I have an interview with Moses? And Jesus says, okay, you can go ahead. And I have like, I can see Moses and say, ah, Moses, as in, it's a pleasure meeting you. I'm looking forward to meeting you. You know, even the Bible said you were faithful in your house. You go chapter 3. And, you know, I love the man you are. You know, you were the meekest man on it. You know? So, how, how, how was it for you? you know, what was that decisive moment? You feel like, what was the moment for you that, that you would say that this is the highlight of my journey with God? And Moses says, there's nothing big about it, you know. It's just the fact that I was hearing God and I was obeying God. So to think of it really, there is not really much I did on my own. When the when God said move, I told Israelites move. When God said stay, I told Israelites stay. When God said pass over, I told Israelites pass over. It, it, it was not really much about me as it was about God. I was just obeying God. I feel like, come on, so you're saying everything that happened big and major was, was because you were obeying God and you said yes. So hearing God is major for you. That's what you are saying. Said as an hearing God is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I feel like Moses, are you not making up words, or is this really what happened? And she's like, come on. 
the bible cannot make up for the bible is true and you can read my story exodus 19 verse 11 that god was the one leading me exodus 19 verse 1 yes you can check it god was the one leading me yeah. okay jesus the apostles did great the apostles well around you know they, they brought down the nation they said you know they turned the holy shah upside down you know, jesus how did he do it Jesus said okay Acts chapter 8 verse 29 Acts chapter 8 verse 29 you know when the apostles get to a place where they were confused that they did not know what to do again you know peter did not know what to do you know he went to go and preach to people and when he got there he saw gentiles getting born again and he did not understand what did he go back to he went back to the word of god i mean what brought what dispelled his confusion was his ability to see god so he was telling me that you know no matter how confused i am the only thing i need to do is to hear what god is saying about that particular situation when i hear god about it it will disappear and jesus says yes you got it so i'm confused i don't know what to do about marriage i don't know what to do about my movements i don't know what to do about my parents my families look as if it's not coming together well you know this guy that i look as if you know we had the future together i started misbehaving i don't know what what i should do about it and jesus said you are confused right and say yes i'm confused jesus said let me tell you what to do and like oh jesus please tell me what next jesus says okay follow me obey my words and you're like ah jesus are you sure I said ah i said it i follow it we will not walk in darkness it will know what to do so you want to know what to do about that relationship you want to know about what to do about that job jesus says follow me is the key and i feel like that's major i feel like that's major Okay, Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23, Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23, Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23, okay, the Bible says, but this thing commanded I then, saying, obey my voice, and I will be your God, and it shall be my people, walk in all the ways I have that I have commanded you. And it will be well unto you. So God is saying that you know, one thing that hearing me and obeying my voice has the ability to do to you is that it will help you, that it will be well with you in whatever you are doing. So Jesus, you are saying the secret for my wellness, the secret for my prosperity, the secret for my health, the secret for every area of my life is to hear you. Jesus says yes. Because the word well here. Yeah, is the word that means prosperity that means healing that means blessing it means every round it means all around wellness think about healing think about prosperity think about success think about marital stability think about getting a job think about employment think about capital think about everything jesus says the secret to it is to hear me and obey me wow so i feel like okay jesus i i get that so jesus if follow you is that profitable why are so many people not following why are so many people not following you because you said it's profitable so why are they not really following jesus and jesus said okay matthew 13 verse 14 matthew 13 verse 14 says again the kingdom of god is like a treasure head in the field that's that's when the man find when the man finds it he hides it and for the joy thereof selects all that he has and buys the field Jesus says that you know the reason why so many people are not following they are not following my leading is because they've not really known what my leading is and what my leading can offer them. Because there's no man that will sell everything that he has 
to buy a feed if he does not see a treasure in that feed. Meaning, if people have not seen what they start to gain from hearing God, if they are not seeing what hearing God can do to their lives, you know, they will not come around to begin to hear me. So that's what that activity of the power of the Prince of the Year. He has drilled the eyes of people and people don't stand to see you know, what they can gain from the gospel. So this night I want to I want to open to you, you know, what what the ability of hearing God can do for you and can do to your life and your family, you know, your business, every aspect of your life. And you know, and this very same thing is is it's it's very key to evangelism. You know, recently God was speaking to me evangelism and you know I think I will just keep in this. He said to me that you know the kingdom of God is like that. It's like a treasure that when the man finds, he will sell all that he has to buy it. Now the reason why people are not getting born again that you preach, 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 and people are not getting born again. You see, you go, you you see anything, people are not getting born again because they are not seeing a treasure in what you are seeing. Now, no matter how you say it, if a man does not see the treasure that the kingdom of God is. He will not sell all that he has. Now, all that he has includes, you know, his time, his mentality, his thought pattern, his belief, his tradition, you know. He will not give up on all of them for the kingdom. Only he will do that only if he sees a treasure in the kingdom of God. And, you no, know, the mistake we have made sometimes is that we have thought that for everybody, uh, a treasure for all is a treasure. A treasure for one is a treasure for all. That what we bring to to God is what we bring uh, Philip to God, and what we bring Philip to God is we are, what we bring Tokumbo to God. That's, that's not really true because I feel like Jesus is telling us one beautiful story, you know, in his account of how we call his disciples. When Jesus went to go and meet Peter, what was it for Peter that made Peter leave all that he had to follow Jesus? He was totally all night and there was no fish. And when Jesus got there, Jesus met Jesus gave him a breakthrough in his business. Jesus said, do your business like this. He said, put in it like this, which was another way for do your business like this. Use this kind of opportunities, use this kind of ideas. And when Peter did it, there was great adverse. That was, that was the good, it was great profit. And Peter said, hi, Kai, who are you? And Peter left all that he had to follow him. So for Peter, what broke Peter was a financial breakthrough in his business. Okay, you go to Bartholomew and you have a Bartholomew that Bartholomew is that what was it for you that made you follow Jesus and leave all that he had? He will tell you that you know I was blind. And I met Jesus and Jesus gave me back my sight, he healed me. And you go like Bartholomew, so you mean what made you leave everything that you had was healing? Bartholomew said yes. It was healing. Wow. And you go to Mary Magdalene and say, Mary Magdalene, you've not been home for a while, you've been following Jesus. Why did you leave everything to follow Jesus? And she will say, I had seven demons. And Jesus delivered me. So I feel like for you, deliverance is what made you leave everything. And they say yes. So I feel like that's one very major key in evangelism for us. That you know, people at every point in time need a particular thing that they will sell whatsoever they have to get. So our ability as believers is to be able to find those very particular things and put it in the framework of the kingdom. And because there is nothing that the kingdom cannot deliver nothing now when jesus was at the well in john chapter 4 jesus was telling the woman that i will give you waters of life because jesus knew at that time that was a particular thing that the woman was seeking and because of that particular thing the woman believed come on. i'm gonna figure out what to say now well sometimes when you go like this people say no no you have been materialistic about evangelism you have been materialistic evangelism is about uh, heaven is about the life of god is about love of god though probably you are much advanced than jesus was but you want to ask about how jesus went about doing evangelism that was the very same thing you know, Gicho, 
Yongi Cho said something. He said he discovered that there is no case in which they attended attended to people's need that those guys did not eventually turn back get born again. Now read all the accounts of Jesus. Before Jesus began to speak about the gospel, he met the people present need. So we are saying that's it for you. That's evangelism. In the matter of the kingdom also, when people don't find the kingdom, when they don't find the treasure in the kingdom, when they don't find what hearing God has the ability to deliver, they will not obey. So I feel like in this minutes i think i've done a bit of that so following god is is best to your advantage you know, god loves you he's for you he's not against you he's as in he's madly in love with you he died for you the Bible says in the book of romans chapter 8 that it's one that if god is for you he can be against you psalms 84 verse 11 the bible says that the lord will not withhold anything good from you second chronicles 16 verse 19 says the highest of the lord is upon the earth to show himself strong on your behalf did you get me? Now, God is the one that is for you. God wants you to prosper. The Bible says in the book of 3 John chapter 1, that it is my will for you that thou prosperate and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. Second Corinthians chapter 19 verse 18, we see God says that, in Paul says that even as God has prospered you. So God is the one that wants you to prosper. God is the one that wants you to advance. Every letter of Paul, you will say, Paul says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. The word peace is the word shalom. And shalom means blessing, it means healing, it means prosperity, it means safety. So God wants you, God wants you to be blessed, to be safe, to be healed in every aspect of your life. So you can be sure that following God is the best decision you ever make. And God cannot fail. He will deliver his promise of success, of peace, of joy, of long life and blessing. So come and pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your word that has gone out with all simplicity and accuracy. Jesus, we thank you. We, we therefore declare that with demonstration, with the manifestation of the Holy Ghost, and with signs and wonders following, we confirm this one into every heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. We are strengthened, we are edified, and we are blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray and we declare for the sick that they are healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we declare for people you know, that are struggling with ideas of what to do. Father, we say that you know, grace flows unto them in the name of the Lord Jesus. You know from today, you know what to do, you know when to do, you know how to do it, and you know what to do it what to do this in the name of the lord jesus strength is made available for every failing business strength is made available for every failing ideas and i pray for you that for people that have an idea that what they need is connection that in the name of the lord jesus the lord makes a way for you in the name of the lord jesus and interpretation comes to your dreams in the name of the lord jesus and you know what to do in the name of the lord jesus we thank you our father for in jesus and we've prayed amen next week i'll be speaking about perception hopefully and you know, once again, I'm at the Portugal Text for listening. God bless you. Have a fruitful week.